Welcome to the Kwekua Hinijin Audio Library. Kwekua Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. Alright. Um, so, well, should I, should I have ministered yesterday? This was what was going to happen. So today, Prophet Johnny Nelson Eshun from the Spirit's Life Ministries is ministering today for day two, which happens to be today. Now, I have to also complete my part of the ISML so that it makes up for five days of the word of God so that you can get everything in full. Amen. So we had to come here this morning at the Alos studio to um, you know bring to you the ISML conference of 2022. So this is the time that you can actually spend to publicize, to tell your friends that this is the time, this is the conference that I told you about the other time and this is the place this is the season and this is the hour for your redemption or your wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, we also happen to miss, I think I told you on annual Thanksgiving, right? We also happen to miss our four hours all night prayer meeting. So, that was supposed to be our last pre ISMLC into the um, ISMLC itself. But due to a few technical media challenges, we were not able to bring to you the all night. So we were able to pray most of the prayer points at the annual Thanksgiving. But also, then again, due to some connection problems, um, it didn't really help us at the time. But however, the annual Thanksgiving service, which was the Thanksgiving service, which began our Sage week, the supernatural season of upgrades, recoveries, gatherings, and encounters. That is, the Christmas week, that was, um, the annual Thanksgiving service began the Sage week. So that was, that is the supernatural season of upgrades, recoveries, gatherings, and encounters. So yesterday began our Sage week, and we are currently in the Sage week. Like I said on annual Thanksgiving, the calendars, for the search week shall be released soon and we hope that you will be available to be there and to enjoy the search week in the fullest. Amen. Okay. So this morning I'm going to be sharing with you I think Okay, let's see. If let's see what time will allow us to do today. All right. Okay, so this section is divided into three parts. My sessions are divided into three parts. Now, each of these three parts that I have here, they consist of the three categories. Pastors, the members of churches, and the business men and women. So I'm going to be speaking in the aspect of each and every one of these people. Amen. So, 
let us go to Ephesians chapter 6 and we are going to a KGV and we are going to read from verse 1 to 3 Ephesians chapter 6 and the verse number 1 to 3 It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Verse 2 Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Amen. So let us go back to the initial verse 6, verse 1, and it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord now I want you to take notice of something I'm going to give you some I'll give you the main points before I'll give you the well I'll give you some of the points here before I'll give you the key points or the main points that I'm going to be speaking on so what I have here now notice kindly put the scripture on the screen again Great. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Okay. So notice how it didn't refer to the biological father and mother over in this verse. You see, let me first of all explain the topic of this conference you see this conference is actually a course that you can take in the common science and technology university Kwame university of science and technology this is a course there but i want to show you something concerning this course in the church that i believe can help all of us now notice how it didn't use any term there for what whichever parents to honor now you see over generations most parents have on overused this verse on their children and i think in my perspective that people don't really know what is behind this verse and so today I come to tell you the actual meaning of the verse. Now, before we begin anything, on the screen now, it says, Obey your parents in the Lord. But this is right. Notice how it did not refer to anyone biological, uh, adopted. See, there are types of parents. There's the biological, there's the adopted, and there are many other sorts of parents. There's and we have, um, to me, we have three types of parents. In my life, I have three types of parents. I have the biological, I have the adopted, and then I have the, uh, the spiritual mother or father and father and the spiritual parents. 
that is your pastors and your that is your pastor and his wife yes those are your spiritual mother and father so i don't i don't have adopted parents do i have biological if you do then well good for you but i'm just trying to make a point okay there are just three types of um there are, there are only three types of the parents in this world and to me that is the um the biological the adopted and the spiritual now this verse was not referring to biological or adopted it was referring to spiritual however you can use the same biological or adopted to get something out of this verse so it actually depends on the strategy or how you actually adapt this verse in your head because it didn't say obey your biological parents in the Lord for this is right what it was actually saying was obey your parents in the Lord can you hear that even the, the sign is there there's a sentence there parents in the Lord a phrase or whatever it is there's a phrase there parents in the Lord so this should even give you common sense that I wasn't talking about your biological or adopted parents. You can look at it from that angle or that aspect with that strategy. Do you get it? But that is not it. Observe the phrase, parents in the Lord. When you say I have a parent in the Lord, basically everyone's mind goes to your spiritual mother or father, which is your pastor and his wife. So those are your parents in the Lord. In fact, whosoever that you select as a good spiritual mother, as a good spiritual father, is your parent or are your parents in the Lord. Now, one of the things that usually affects us a lot or, you know, does not allow our businesses to grow or does not allow us to manage and lead ourselves well with the right strategies is honor basically all this all what i'm reading is based on honor do you get it great now i also wrote here that honor goes to everyone you take in your life as a mother and father now, in your life, you can make choices. You can take it off the screen now. In your life, you can make certain choices. You can make choices either as to if you want to select somebody or, yes, if you want to select two group of people, maybe a, a man and a woman, as your mother and father. There's nothing wrong with that. It is a choice. So there's nothing wrong with saying that, oh, I want to select um, this person as my spiritual mother or father. There's nothing wrong with it. You just have to know the right person to pick at the right time. You just have to know the right person to pick at the right time. In your life, you can make decisions. Because maybe you, you may do that for a few reasons. You may do that because, okay, maybe your biological parents are dead. Or maybe they are not around. They don't care about you. 
excuse me to say, but that's how most biological parents are. They don't care about you. It can either be the man or the woman. It can be both of them. It, at times, too, the relationship is a super story. It's complicated. Yes. So, that is some of the reasons or most of the reasons why most people may go and select other people as a mother and father and honor them now like i um let me give you the key point so that what i'm saying actually makes sense so like i said all that i'm talking about here <sighs> father lord help us <laughs> all that i'm talking about here is based on honor do you see now these are the point for the uh, the categories of people have stated here so for pastors and leaders this is your point teach your members or disciples or followers to honor relationships therefore leading them to honor you and that honor you receive you extend your that honor to god that honor you receive you extend to god for members Learn the act of honoring from your fathers and mothers in the Lord, biologically if available, and people you have selected as a mother and father figure in your life. And for businessmen and women, I want to also tell you, learn the act of honoring your customers and also learn to honor God much more than you honor your customers. In as much as you honor God or in as much as you honor Him in whatever way, learn to honor God more. Because some people really take their job seriously. I won't lie to you. And some people may think that, well, honoring my customers is what gets me money. God only gives me life. Life is precious. Lose it and see. Then you know the value of life. Amen. So, well, honor goes to everyone you take in your life as a mother and father figure. Do you see? So, there are people that they like to select people as their mother and father in Christ. Their mother and father for life. Maybe their biological parents are not there. Practically not adopted, but, well, because of the way maybe they take care of them or the way they nurture them. Do you see? That allows them to that allows you or the person to even call them a mother or father or take them as a mother or father figure in life. So you realize that immediately someone takes you as a mother or father figure in life, they begin to tell you everything. They begin to tell you how they feel, the problems they're experiencing, their life experiences. They begin they tell you everything. And it's an advantage to get to know a person more. Do you know that? Oh, yes. So... Continuing, now, the verses 2 and 3. Let's go there. Of Ephesians chapter 6 and the verse number 2. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, most people will think that I'm just reading anything. 
me a na me na me me Some may think that I'm a disrespectful child or a, a disrespectful young man. Listen, I'm coming to prove to you why I think this verse does not speak of your biological mother or your adopted mother or father. Watch this in verse 4. It says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Can you see it? Provoke not your children. You can refer to it as you want, but me, I am referring to it in the biblical terms. That fathers, the pastors and the leaders, men, the, the pastors and the leaders and the businessmen and women, fathers of your businesses and mothers of your businesses, provoke not your customers. Pastors and leaders, provoke not your children, which are your members or your participants or whosoever they are. Yeah. Provoke not your children to wrath. See, in as much as you may be old, a young man may curse you and it will follow you forever. Most people don't know that thing. Most people think that it's only old people who curse and is effective. See, there are some people's mouth it's it's powerful. There are some there are, there, there are some people that they have a certain kind of mouth. It's unusual to have. It's even unusual to think about that they have this type or species of power to talk about. Do you see? Yes. So the verses 2 and 3 actually the main verse to the first verse of the chapter. Do you get why? It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now, you can use another strategy to understand this verse. Watch this. It says, Honor thy father. So, if you think the first one is talking about the biological and adopted parents, fine. I'll use the second and the third verse to explain why the first verse is not talking about that. So, it says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Then again, it did not specify if it was biological or adopted. It just said, honor thy father and mother. So whoever you set in your life as a father or a mother figure, you have to give them honor. And it is the first commandment with promise. And that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, then again, over here, it doesn't talk about your biological father or mother. It rather talks about honoring them. It talks about honoring every type of parent that you have in your life. So, be it biological, be it adopted, be it spiritual, be it the, the mother and father figure that you've picked in your life. So, be it the picked ones or the selected ones. For your life you must give them honor and that is my main topic for today honor is one of the most um underestimated things that christians do not really see a sense of most christians don't like to honor and the reason why they don't like to honor because it takes a lot of work 
and it takes a lot of humility. So if you're a person and you are proud, you never know how to honor anyone. Let me tell you something. Now, uh, let me keep, let me um, give you the point first. Without understanding the second and the third verse, you cannot understand the first one. So if that was the strategy I, I made you understand. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. So if you don't understand that one, you not understand the first one. So it's like using two and three to understand one. But in education, that's not how it is. But at times, you have to beat the system to understand what is really going on up there or what is really going on over there. Do you get it? Yes. Now, this point, also, uh, the point that I stated just now, also clearly defines that most things are not what they seem to be. Do you get it? Because, like I said, you have to use two and three to define one. But you think that one is the answer to all of them. That is life. It can't be the answer to everything. It can't be the answer to everything. So, my main topic today is honor. Now, I said here, teach your members or disciples or followers to honor you. To honor relationships. To honor God more. Teach them more about honor. And dishonor. Loyalty and disloyalty is what you should be teaching them about. And for the members, you also need to learn the act of honoring. Of course, you won't be members forever. If that is, if you want, because everyone is called to do something, you won't be members forever, eventually. But as at now, at this moment in time, you need to learn the act of honoring your fathers and your mothers in the Lord. Not only them, but that was the first thing that came. So that is what you should do first. Despite the fact that you live with your biological father and mother, that was the first thing the Bible said to do. To honor your father and your mother in the Lord. I hope you saw it on the screen. Exactly. So that is exactly what you do. You don't do otherwise. Or else it brings implications. If you don't know, I'm telling you today, it brings implications. It brings implications. And the members, yes, I know, honor is something very difficult to soak in or to understand. But it is much, much important that we must understand it. And we must learn to go along with it because it is what has been written. And you cannot contend against it because it has been written. And his word does not change for any reason whatsoever. So then again, you must learn how to honor. Be it, but like, despite the fact that you need to honor, Please, honor is no stupidity. Don't go and honor someone to the extent that if the person even tells you to go and kill, you kill. Accept God. Never do that. 
never be never be that stupid or that daft. In the the, the the sense alone, there's there's no sense in it. Just sitting to think about it, there's there's no insight or no good thing behind it. Amen. I hope you are still there. Mm-hmm. So, one more thing before I want to one more thing that I'd like to state before we even move on with today's conference again is that I want you to notice you know the fact that we are here now and also make an attempt to be here in person for all the conferences because like I said this time I'm serious next year by this time these conferences won't be available for you to watch I'll make sure they are private online air yard also you are getting too comfortable you see <laughs> one of the things that um, my mother's late grandmother told there was that actually um, it was one of her aunties or something is that people don't like easy things they always want the difficult things to see how hard it is before they sit up to see that aha uh -huh, this is what is really happening. This, this, is what, this is what is really going on here. Oh, okay. Fine case. Do you see? So, this is what I'll be doing to you now. I'm not being wicked or anything. But it's just to, you know, nurture you and train you in a certain way. Amen. So, let's continue. Now, you uh, for the businessmen and women you are very very lucky because i elaborated much on this one even more than on the other ones but the pastors you have to learn how to really teach them about honor don't make it seem all about honor but teach them about it nurture them about it show them about it show them what blessings and the good things that can come from it when people actually see the repercussions or when we will actually see the good things that come from it, most will change. Most will tend to honor people more. But there will be some there that won't change. That you cannot do anything about it. What is necessary is that most or at least half of the pop, uh, population of the church should change. And the members, open your heart up to learn more. Don't be like the people who are like well what i know is what i know what i know is what i want to be so as for that one dear and family home do you get it exactly oh yes so i want to tell you today that make sure that from today you teach about honor in your meetings whichever meeting that you have teach about honor talk about honor talk about loyalty and disloyalty you know that is one of the most Highlighted when you go to Lighthouse, that is one of the most highlighted topics um, that is there. So, if you don't like those kind of talks, you can't be in Lighthouse. Very nice topic disloyalty, loyalty, and disloyalty. Very good, very insightful to topic to talk about. 
Amen. So, 1B. So, I've given you the key point. So, I'm continuing on that for uh, the business men and the women. Now, honoring God is very vital for your business or organization. Now, when you honor God in the right ways, He will honor your business in the same way and make it blossom. That is how most successful businessmen and women have developed and grown their businesses. They may not tell you at first sight, but a secret behind every successful business is honoring God. But beware, money is the root of all evil. When God honors your business and makes it blossom, do not allow money and luxurious um, goods get in the midst of your relationship of honoring of honor and your relationship with God. So when you begin to honor God, you open up a new relationship. This relationship is known as the relationship of honor. It's known as the relationship of honor. Yes. So, with that particular one, when you open that relationship up, you have two of them. You have your relationship with God. That is one. And then you have your relationship of honor with him. What is the difference between these two? Now, honor, the relationship of honor is linked to your relationship with God. But that relationship of honor is actually to be much more prioritized than any other one of your relationships. Apart from, in fact, all your relationships with God should be prioritized. Amen. But, listen. When it comes to business, honoring God is one of the most, you know, honoring God is one of the most difficult parts of business. Because, well, um, in as much as you are honoring God, you need to also be hardworking. But don't forget that it's God that gives you the strength every day to be hardworking and to work and to do what you need to do for the day. So never forget God. Never forget what He does for you. And never think that, oh, God is punishing you for anything or being mean or not being reasonable to you about something. Listen, let me tell you. All the big, big companies, well, except most of them, but all the big, big companies that you see around the world today have been built on God's foundation. All the big churches that we see around today have been established on God's foundation. So there's no way they can ever fall. In as much as you try to bring them down, it can never fall. Yeah. They will all, because of the wisdom that God has imparted into their heads, 
they will always find a way to gain back their customers and you'll be left wanting sitting there like one fool looking for beer to drink amen now like as i was saying honoring god is very vital for your business you see the reason why most people business the uh, the reason why most people businesses fail is because they decide to think or they decide to well they form up this kind of thought in their head that well it's by their hard work that they've been able to grow their business they feel like well odogu kings and queens of course they are meant to feel like that you are working hard yes okay sure but have you forgotten that it's god that gave you the strength to work hard some people are well how do i say this very very entitled that they cannot even honor god like in this way they are so entitled they feel like oh me i'm better off it's my hard work that i'm using if you say you are following god and you are doing this and you are doing that there's no way that you are ever going to make money who told you that like no who whoever told you that you not honoring god can help your business you know people don't really know the meaning of honor so they tend to think that well honor is just something that is there honor is just something that is around it's just there for whatever sake whosoever brought it whatever that is just there amen yes Okay, so let's move on, as I was saying. So let me show you the importance of honor, or let me speak to you about honor. You see, most people underestimate honor very much, but what you, what you don't know is that honor can take you places. You, you see, by honoring a man, by obeying them, by listening to them, by listening to what they are telling you or what they are saying, you can go places. Let's say you meet one man from, um, you meet one man from USA. Sorry, and you honor them since he got down to your country, and you realize that when he is going back to where he came from. He will not leave you empty-handed. He will put something in your hands. It's either he will give you... He can give you anything. He can give you money. He can give you a visa. He can give you a business opportunity to even work with him in the U.S. Just for honoring him. That is how far honor can take you. Now, just imagine. If a man can do that, why not God? Why not God? Do you know why most prayers delay? Because God wants to show you sense. Speed is not always the answer. At times, abutre, abutre, na yade yade. 
When you rush into certain things, you end up hitting and you fall. Now, how to get up again will be much, much more difficult for you. Because you'll be weighed down by many things that you did not notice before. Honoring God is very vital for your business and your organization or your organization. At least in a business, I'm sure most businesses have offices and what have you. Now, as you have that, one thing that I think every business should be doing is that, well, at a certain point in time, it is not bad to worship the Lord. At least every Wednesday, if you are able to, well, arrange something. Okay. If you are able to arrange something in a way that, well, you can all gather and study the Bible together on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Huh? If you are able to do that, gather, you know, have a small meeting. It doesn't mean you're a pastor. It doesn't mean you're a pastor yet. But at least gather, have a small meeting, read the Bible, share the word of God, sing songs of exhortation to the Lord. When you are able to do all those things, there's no way your business can fail because the business is built on the foundation of God. When all of you are spiritual in the business, immediately a demon walks in to come and destroy your business, you'll be able to identify. There's no way that a demon will walk into your, your business territory and you will not see if you are that spiritual in your business. That is how far honor can take you. By honoring God, it can give you a very unusual, out of the ordinary, out of the natural gift. So if it's out of the ordinary, extraordinary and supernatural, it can give you such gifts that when you see this person, you know that this person is coming to destroy your, your business at this time. So immediately they walk in, you can you can sense it. And not say that, oh, maybe it's my mind, or I'm judging the person wrongly. You just look at their mood or their behavior of things. Immediately you do that and you are able to analyze very well. You know, analyzation is also one important thing in, in business. When you are able to analyze things very well and look at the behaviors, the modes and the acts of people, you'll be able to know them well and how they work. Do you see? Yes. So, when God honors your business, when you honor God, eventually, He will not leave you empty-handed. Just as a man will not leave you empty-handed when you honor God. When you honor Him. Except the man is a wicked man. If you honor someone and they leave you, they leave you with your hand like this, the meaning that they are wicked. I mean that they are wicked. Then they just leave you. They, they just leave you with the, 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 these two, these two uh, words. Thank you. It means something, but not enough, because I'm sure that most people have gone to the extra, to the beyond. They've gone far to honor them, 
they've gone that far they've been to this place they've been to that place to honor them they've gone that far of honoring them yes they've gone that far because i'm sure that even when you want to honor someone um, there are some people there when they are honoring you or when they are being loyal to you it's loyalty they don't do any other thing they are just with you so even if they are in eastern region and you call them that please come they will come there's no way they'll see them they'll come they will come and they'll be there before you know it they are at your gates and that is some of them and those and those people are most of the people that actually do not really get the right people to well you know honor them rightly because they take out they put in their all for you but they don't get the right people to put their all back to them or to give their all back to them so it's like you give your you give your person your a person your house everything that is in the house then they return they they come to you back with just a small fee or something just small that will not even get you anywhere in the month or do anything for you in any possible way amen are you still there oh yes i hope you are still there okay let's continue um how many minutes have i spent now hey almost two hours okay you let me share with you for some three hours then we go because there are a lot i mean i have up to one f we've not even gone through one b yet but look at how many things are coming in the thread so you know what let's take a break um let everyone get some water i'm patched okay everyone get some water get everything that you need for the conference we'll be back after two minutes or maybe even less so keep your phone near you don't leave it anywhere we'll be back shortly stay tuned stay blessed we'll be right back all right welcome back i hope you are still around okay hope you've gotten whatever you need this is an online session so you are practically allowed have enabled you to go and get something for yourself because this is going to be a very long conference it seems like well if i'm able to speak for the next few minutes i think it will be two hours straight right yeah i think so wow so <laughs> seriously i'm speaking for two hours now hey it's serious wow so I, I think well the prayer and the well that wasn't even a, that was a few minutes oh anyway that that's good it's good that we are going that for that much amen all right let's move on now i said here again that immediately when god We apologize for that um, but we are back again so 
if we can continue from where we left off. I hope you, you are still around and you are watching. Alright. So make sure that you are still around. You are you are staying tuned and you are here. Amen. Alright, what a blessing. So I believe that as we are all here experiencing this wonderful thing, we are all going to be blessed. A blessing is coming to all of us in the name of Jesus as you are watching. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, all right. I was just reviewing something. I was just reviewing something. Sorry about that. Let's continue where we left off. Amen. Why does the background seem brighter? Because I guess the sun has started emitting in the curtains. So, um, at least you can see me. So, that's the good part. Amen. So, like I said, there's no way that you honor God that he will not honor you back. If you give him the right honor and you give him what, you, what he actually desires, he will give it back to you. That's why his word says, give, and it will come back to you. Give, and it will what? It will come back to you. Amen. I hope you are listening. Oh, yes. That was it just written for writing sick. It wasn't written for writing sick. It was written so that we may reference to it when he says something. Amen. So listen. Um, when he honors you, he can he will definitely honor you with money. Because money is, well, the last time I, we read in the um, Allos prayer meeting, that money is the answer to everything. I hope I, I hope you remember that prayer meeting. I'll look for that scripture for you. Money is the answer to everything. That it, that was what was written. HSCB. It was in yeah. We were reading a scripture for a prayer point, and we found money is the answer to everything. Yes. And it's not it's, the the book is not wrong. The Bible isn't wrong. Money is the answer to everything. But at the same time, when it falls into the wrong hands, it's the root of all evil. And when that happens, make sure that whatever you do, don't let the money, don't let the luxury, the cars, the big house, the AC, the huge 80-inch LED TV, the all the amazing things that you could think of that money could buy don't let that get in the way of you honoring god there are many ways to honor god and one of those ways is to basically sow how do you honor him you sow you pray you thank him at times in a week 
When nothing has even happened, fast. You can do that. It's a way of honoring God and telling God that, Father Lord, thank you. Thank you for such a wondrous miracle. Thank you for that I've gotten to this stage in my life where I can say I have made it. You can do that. No one is going to take away anything from you. It will not take away your dignity. It will not emphasize. People may talk. Let them talk. Were they the ones who made you? Were they the ones who brought you into this earth? They have, they have no power over your destiny or over what you say. So therefore, they have no power over what you do. Believe me, when you are able to honor God in the ways that I'm stating to you now, there is no way. Absolutely no way. Ah! Oh no. There will be absolutely no way that you ever fail in life for what reason and for why ah no it, it can it, it cannot be possible it cannot fail it cannot fail it cannot fail it cannot i say it it, it cannot fail god says it cannot fail i'm assuring you this is a hundred percent assurance that if you are able to honor god in this way when you sow when you put your trust in him when you pray when you keep faithful when you fast when you keep on in the spirit and you go on in the spirit and you do his work you stay in his word you worship him you praise him you adore him as you are meant to do there's no way that he'll see you and pass by you he will just drop you he, he'll put a drop of a blessing on you and it will seem like everything and you you continue to pour out unto you and you realize that the first one wasn't even anything you realize it that the first one wasn't even anything this is actually the beginning to a good thing do you get it yes that is how good and that is how marvelous the lord can be he is amazing and that is where you can finally say this is the lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you still there? Oh, yes. Are you still there? Okay. Glory. So now, when he does that, don't forget him. Don't let, don't let money or riches get in the way of you honoring God. Because remember, he is the one who gave it to you. And he can decide to take it again. Oh, yes. And when he takes it again, he loses trust for you. Do you know why? Because he entrusted you with something. A second. Alright, um, let's continue, shall we? Alright, so, uh, 
I was just sending the link to another person so that they can watch it online. Do you see? So as you can see, I'm also sharing from here. So you to do same because you even have more of the advantage. Your phone is free. It, everything, all my phones are taking footage. So if God continues now, okay, let me resume from where I was. So now when you when you let money and luxury get in the way of you honoring God, God will take it away from you. And I want to tell you this, God will struggle to give it back to you. Guess what? Because he once trusted you with it. And what did you do? You failed. He will have a hard time trusting you again. To give it back to you. The only way you'll be able to give it back to you. Without considering anything. Is if you are able to prove yourself worthy. That is, if you are able to prove yourself worthy. Mm -hmm. So when you dishonor him, and he feels like he doesn't need to give it back to you anymore, that is where you do ten times more of what you were doing before to get that honor. So that is why I say, don't let it get in the way, don't let riches get in the way of your honor to God. Because... Getting it back again is another issue. And its work is even more loaded than the first time. Yes. It, it's, he loses trust for you. He loses hope for you. But because of his grace and his unfailing mercies, glory to God and glory to his name, he forgives. He is easily touched. And so when you do those things before him, he gives it back. And he gives it even greater because of the extra work you added. Yes. Yes. Now, some may be asking, so if I want to honor the Lord, must it be always money? Not precisely, my dear. It mustn't be always money. Some is just Again, common sense. Some is just common sense. By praying, fasting. Praying and fasting is one of the most easiest way to honor the Lord. Praying and fasting, uh, singing, worshiping the Lord, working in His house, serving in His house. It doesn't always have to be sowing. You see, your praying and fa- all these are so you know. But when it comes to the money aspect, it's not always necessary. In Malachi chapter three and the verse number ten, it says that ye have, it says something about ye have robbed of ye have robbed me or, or something of that sort of that caliber. Now he was dealing with tithes. He says, "Bring ye all the tithes." So it's a monthly thing. Make sure not to miss it. By the way, it's a monthly thing. So that was what he was saying. But if it comes to you honoring him, it doesn't always have to be money. And also, the last time I told a friend is that before you go and give, 
know where to give first. A yarn for a dream susu, baby, or the bema. You don't just go and put everything there. What is your spirit saying to you about this place? Is the spirit of the Lord here? Despite the fact that you go to the church, you worship there, you are an usher there, whatever that you do in the church, and God doesn't care too. But what I want you to know is that is the place worthy of your sowing? Is the ground fertile? That is what you should ask yourself. You don't just sow in any ministry. There are some ministries that you sow there. You, you are sowing in vain. You are just sowing for the pastor to eat. That is the ministry. But when you go to a church, when you enter a church, and your spirit speaks to you that this is the place, don't, don't ever think of leaving that church. That is your sowing point. That is where you sow and you shall reap. So know where to sow. Use the spirit of the Lord that he has given you. Use the Holy Spirit. Make use of the Holy Spirit in order for you to sow and for you to reap something sensible out of it. Use the Holy Spirit. Use the Holy Spirit. Use the Holy Spirit. Use the Holy Spirit. To analyze the place, sit down in the place and pray and ask the Lord, Father Lord, is this place, is this the place you want me to sow that I may reap good fruits and not rotten ones? At times too, you don't need prayer. It's just common sense and the the clear vision of the eye. At times, immediately you enter into a church. The moment you enter there. You know that there is something wrong. Leave. Immediately, your spirit should tell you that you should leave. There was this one time, a friend of mine at Christ Embassy told me a story. I want to tell it to you. And I hope you want to hear it as well. So, this was the story. There was this one time, she had come to Ghana. She wasn't wasn't from here. She had come to Ghana. And um, she, you know, went to church. She was going to church. She was looking for a church around. Alright, because she couldn't sit idly. The church that she was going to in her country was currently, I think, not available here. It's one of those singular churches, I think. So, if, yeah, that is if I remember the story well. But I remember the rest of the parts well. So they were looking for a church and the, um, the mother and the, the mother and the other people, the other family members had found the church. And the mother said, Okay, since you are looking for a church and you have not found one yet, how about you follow us today to church so that we can go and see if you like the place and if you'd like to dwell with us there. And she said, okay. She went to dress up. She went to dress up nicely, got everything prepared and was ready to go. And the mom said, ah, now why are you wearing shoes? Very stupid question to ask, right? You dear, wait for something. The mother asked, why are you wearing shoes? And she said, well, I'm wearing shoes because I need to. Vamos. I'm going with you people. And I will walk on the floor. And they said, well, in that chair, they don't wear shoes. They wear only socks. 
So this lady carried herself back into her room, took off her shoes and wore socks, and they went to the church. In that church, they don't wear shoes, they wear socks. And so she was sitting there, you know, listening. Well, for instance, well, one, she could not understand the language because she, once again, she's not from here. Right? She's not from this place. She's not from here. She's from a different place altogether. So, basically, she wasn't even, well, imagining that, hey, well, she wasn't even imagining that, well, they, I, there was a church that didn't allow shoes in their premises. So she did as they asked, and they went. And they now went, and well, for instance, she didn't understand the language. The, the, the man was preaching in tree. And she too, she's not from here. So she doesn't understand the tree. And even apart from that, she was just feeling uneasy in the place. But still didn't get up. Now, guess what the Holy Spirit did? The Holy Spirit was with her. She's a very spiritual lady. So the Holy Spirit was with her. And the Holy Spirit came to her through the mood of a woman. And told her. And the woman tapped on the lady. And she said, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. This place isn't for you. And immediately the woman told her that she just took her back and she left and she went home and waited for her family to come back. And when the, uh, the lady went to ask of the, that woman in the church, they said they have not seen her before. And the next Sunday when they went to church and they asked of that woman, they said there was no such woman as that. They haven't seen, the, they haven't seen a woman of that description before, ever in the church. So you see, that was a spirit sitting to her and telling her that where you are is not for you. Don't even think of giving your offering here. Don't sit here for any much longer. Leave immediately, now. That was what the spirit was telling her. Oh, yes. And what can you do? You will leave. And if you decide not to leave and you still decide to sow on infertile ground, that is your money. That is, that is unto you. You want to sow there, so so. You are the only one who has sense. Odogu. So, um, I'll be closing soon. But don't worry. Hopefully, if the Prophet Johnny won't be coming, I'll be taking his place. So I will come again. But if he appears then and it's quite short and there's much time i will continue to share with you more amen all right so let's continue now um so like i said make sure that you are not you don't allow riches or whatever to get in your way of honoring god because i've shown you how hard it is so well that that story that i told you all leads back to the sewing thing and Back to honoring God. You get it. So it has descended. Well, I'm ascending again. So that is honor. It's not only by money. You can um, sow in many ways through prayer, through fasting, 
and many other things. But at times, it's the case of money. And you don't need anyone to tell you. If you, well, at times, you may need someone to tell you. But at times, if God speaks to you, just listen. Open your ears and listen. Don't think it's one yeah voice inside your head. Open your ears and listen. That's all you have to do at times, just to save yourself. Open your ears and listen. When you do that, trust me, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. Amen. Are you there? All right. So let me share this page. I think one big Okay. This one is quite long. So let me just finish, complete this page, and then we close up for today. All right? Amen. All right. Now, now, if you end up doing that, if you end up dishonoring God, hmm? if you end up not honoring Him and dishonoring Him, that is called disloyalty and dishonor. It is called dishonor and disloyalty. When you end up allowing luxuries and things to get in your way of honoring God, it is called dishonor or disloyalty. Amen. It's called dishonor or disloyalty. To God, actually. Not to man and not to you, but to God. You've been disloyal to God. And you see, people have done this. They've been able to heal from it. How? Did I not say that the Lord will struggle to trust you? I said because he's a merciful God. Because he's a gracious God and he forever wants to see the good and the better and the best happening for us. There's no way that when you offend God, he will not forgive you. If you ask for it, it shall happen. So learn to open your mouth. Proclaim it. Speak it. And it shall happen. Amen. All right. Are you there? Now, if God continues to flourish your business and you don't dishonor him and you are virtuous, you are a man or a woman of Zebedee, eh? If you are virtuous, if you are a virtuous man, you are a virtuous woman, and you are able to keep that um, good relationship of honor with God and well honor sorry I, that was a little repetition if you are able to keep a good relationship with God and also with honor guess what God is going to continue flourishing your business now listen to this if God continues to flourish your business you may have another covenant with God that is helping your business stand firm you see yeah. at times in order to get most things done Covenants must be built, must be brought up. Now, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying blood covenant or anything. All that I'm saying is that there are some covenants that people keep, right? That will allow them to, well, that enable them to do things much faster. It's the same way people like to go to fetish priests. 
to go and keep covenant with them because they'll give you something to do one day they will give you something to do and when you do it then you get this in return is that not so exactly so that is this that is a covenant now know that there's a good and a bad one now i'm talking about the good one at times to grow a business you need to start a covenant maybe you say that okay i am maybe going to help this orphanage home i'm going to support them with money and that is my covenant to grow my business the more i support the more it grows or for example i'm going to support this ministry the more i support the more my business grows do you get it exactly it's it's a covenant it's basically like what the fetish priest will give you except it includes blood now note that a covenant doesn't always have to be about blood as well when when uh when i most of the times when i mention the word covenant people tend to think that i'm coming to talk about blood and i'm like ah why is it that you've built this mindset in your head that always when I say covenant, I'm coming to talk about blood? No, not so. It, it has, who, who gave you that mindset? It's wrong. Please, disregard it. Stop it. It's a very wrong mindset to have. Amen. So, first of all, in order to grow your business effectively, one, honor God. Two, establish a covenant with God. And when you do that, don't forget it when you get, when you are able to find your feet up. You see, don't forget. You'll be able to rise up again. Alright. If God continues to flourish your business, you, you, well, you may have you may or may not have another covenant. So you have to establish a covenant. Some, something in return for God giving you um, the business. Or for God giving you this contract. For God giving you this. For God giving you this academic whatever. For God giving you this opportunity to build a bigger church here. You have to, you have to keep a certain promise with Him. Now, that promise that is not broken it's a promise and also a covenant so it goes hand in hand it's like this it goes hand in hand with itself it doesn't separate amen are you there oh yes so establish a covenant with him and you see one thing with dishonoring people one thing with dishonor is that when you dishonor him uh, after you establish that covenant and then well you are able to find your feet up like you grow and your business is booming everything is going well listen when you dishonor him and or you've been disloyal to him you may have a covenant that that was the one you established maybe the more i support this the more it grows hmm? so it's like Okay, let me start from the beginning. So let, let's take the processes. Honoring God, establishing the covenant, and keeping faithful to it. Then waiting for the results. Do you get it? So that, that is what is going to happen. 
I, I hope you are there. That is what is going to happen. So listen to what I'm coming to say. Now, immediately you dishonor God. In fact, before you dishonor God, you have to go, you have to dishonor the covenant face because with your results, immediately you, you get your results, you forget about the covenant. So you dishonored it already. Now, immediately you dishonor, the covenant is no more there as a state. It just goes back down to dishonoring God. And because of that covenant you established and dishonored, that was keeping your business standing, as well as honoring God. So those were two secure connections and you destroyed them. So just the same way that your business, like you were keeping a covenant and it was keeping your, um, you know, your business strong or standing firm. That is the same way you dishonor the covenant. In fact, most people forget their covenant very early. Immediately they receive results and they realize that things are going well for them. They'll forget that they are meant to honor the covenant every time. You say that, oh, I'm busy, oh, I'm this, oh, I'm that. I'll send someone to do it. And so, moon will not be that. You say that, oh, it's a waste of money, oh, it's this, it's that. But when you were doing it, it wasn't a waste of money because you were desperate. That is why I said people don't like easy things, they always like the hard way. That is why God doesn't give us the easy will. That's the only reason why we are suffering. You always want it hard, always difficult. Why? For what reason? Oh, Stop it. Stop it today. Amen. What's the time? 9.02. Okay. I think I need to close. It, it, it's almost time to close. I need to close. So, note that immediately you receive your results, there's a possible chance that you will dishonor the covenant just as you dishonored God. Just as you have failed in honoring God in that aspect of relationship, you may fail in others too. In the others too. Even if you don't fail with the other relationships and commitments, the commitments with God, that relationship of honor you destroyed is needed to keep you and your life, your business, and your business standing firm. And a building cannot stand with one of its elements missing. I've closed the book, I'm done. So let me just explain so that we um, we close. So listen, this is what is going to happen. Now, um, let's take notice of something. Okay? And um, let's analyze something. So what I've written here, I'm basically saying that just as you failed... To honor the covenant. That's the same way you fail to honor God. I made a mistake there because I wrote the covenant first. But most at times, what it's really telling me now is that most at times when people receive the results, they dishonor the covenant. So this isn't there anymore. So it's not supporting them anymore. All they have now is to honor God. So immediately they lose that, they just go back to square one. It just it just comes back. So there's nothing to even protect it or to hold the connection. There's no backup. Do you get it? 
exactly let me review what I even wrote before I go somewhere else cause me now like I told you there are other relationships that you have with God you have the relationship of love of peace of joy of I mean there are many relationships that you can have with God alright but if you feel one of the things that keeps your relationships all the relationships that you have with God are important of the relationships of the fruit of the spirit the relationships of your prayer life what all those relations they are very very important but when it comes to your life and your business honor is important the relationship of honor is the most vital one the, the one that you must prioritize the most over all of them the one that you must prioritize the most over all of them yeah That's the one you must prioritize the most over all of the, the relationships. Prioritize that one. If you want your life and your business to be successful, prioritize the relationship of honor. Establish your confidence. Wait for the results and see me. Amen. So just as you are failed to, immediately you get the results and you dishonor. Just as you have failed to honor the covenant, that's the fail, the same way you fail to honor the Lord. And that's the same way too you fail in the other relationships. Mm-hmm. That's the same way you fail in the other relationships. Because that is what we are seeing. Do you get it? And one a year will That's what we are seeing. So just the same way you fail to honor the relationship, that's the same way you fail to honor God. And that's the same way you feel to honor the or, or or to even you know keep the other relationships, the love, the prayer life, and whatever. You fail in all of them woefully because you failed in the one you were meant to prioritize, and you failed also honoring God. So you fail in the rest as well. What hope is there? For example, you let's say that an exam question. You know that this uh, uh, this question is um, one of the major questions that will mostly get you the other points correct or wrong so if we don't answer that question that initial question you won't answer the other one there's no hope you've lost everything that's how some teachers are some teachers may have mercy on you but if it's a teacher who is really going by the rules very strictly they will cancel the whole thing if you did not answer that initial one they will cancel the whole paper. And so that's how this is. Immediately you dishonor the covenant, you dishonor God, you you automatically fill the other relationships. And even if you don't fill with the other relationships and your commitment with God, the relationship of honor you destroy, that is, if you have it, immediately you receive the relationship of honor. When you destroy it, and still you are able to like commit your other things so they are like pillars take them as pillars let's say that you have the relationship of love of peace of joy with god you have all these things all right they are relationships that we are all meant to they are, that they are very important i believe amen now that is what i'm saying that is for your life you take the relationship of priority as the lead one standing there 
So it's before all the other pillars. Now, when you break that pillar, the rest of the pillars will break. That is your relationships. So when you break the pillar of honor, you break the rest. And even if you are able to keep the rest of the pillars standing, although the relationship of honor, the one you we were meant to prioritize, is broken, it will still be the same. Your life will still be, you know, neutral, normal. But your life will be moving forward because that was what was keeping your life holding. That was the front of it. So that was what was keeping the thing standing straight. Mm -hmm. So even if you have other commitments and other pillars holding, you know, your relationships with God, although that one has fallen, it won't be the same. Because you have destroyed that pillar or you have shattered and broken it down, your life and your business will fall. It won't stand firm anymore. It will shake. And if you also decide that you will turn your back against the Lord, then that's where everything will fall back to zero. All the pillars will break. And it will take an intervention for it to rise up again. It will take an intervention. Yes. Yeah. So, and the last thing I also said here that a building cannot stand with one of its elements missing. For example, when we fear a foundation in Nihuda, have you seen a house where there's no foundation? There's always a foundation. There's always the base of the house before the house itself is built up, before the paint. How do you paint the air before building the foundation? How do you paint the air before building the foundation? Do you see? So, because, let's say, because you've prioritized the... Um, the relationship of honor it becomes a pillar and it extends as a ground for the other pillars that is the other relationships now that's what i'm saying that when that breaks or when that dissolves itself say when it's when it cuts or when it falls down it the rest of the pillars will drop to the ground which your your businesses and your life will be shaking and when you decide to turn yourself on God, that's when every all the pillars will shatter and the all your relationships will collapse with God. And that's what me, really makes a backsliding Christian. Mm -hmm. So today, I believe that the message that I've shared with you will impact you and bless you about honor. Amen. So this is just one B. I have up to one F. So hopefully, if just pray that um, we may get some time today. If not, Friday we will stay here for four hours. Stand to your feet, please. Alright, stand to your feet. I want each and every one to lift up their hands. Begin to thank the Lord and bless the name of the Lord for this wonderful day and this wonderful time that he has given to us. Mando Calabasanta Libre Shake Telebasunde. 
Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Your name is worthy to be praised. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the impartation that you've given to us. Oh yes, Father Lord, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you for the first day of the ISMLC. Thank you for this moment, this time. This opportunity that you've given to us, we are ever grateful. Pashaku talaba talabesenele roba baluzene keloza mali de kuzramalis. Pashakelezene mali dede. Father Lord, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory and all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the glorious, wonderful, anointed presence of the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Peko Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Peko Energy Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms: Spotify, Anchor and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Quaker Hennigan on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Quaker Hennigan.